Hey, welcome to Tori37, and today we're going to talk about being self-made success. Now, when I first started out, I had submitted my work to different places in hopes that even if I wasn't like super successful, at least I was getting my name out there. Now, I had submitted one of my um, blog posts and a couple of my podcast posts to, you know, name brand people, you know, affluent ones that know have actual companies and I was just like well I'll wait on it we'll see hopefully you know somebody sees something and you know out of how many submissions they have maybe just maybe they'll pick me now for the blog part I know that's going to take time and I've discussed that before and I'm perfectly okay with that that is something that you're going to build off of and that goes on the base of your style of writing everything comes in time you just have to wait for the right time And right now, it may not be that time, but I am building a bigger audience on my blog, knock on wood, very proud of myself. Um, But here on my podcast, I have built a strong enough following that I offer a secondary one, which is Tori in Progress. So if you ever want to check that out, you can check that out too. It's also on Anchor, uh, Apple, and Spotify. And... This one is also now featured on Pandora. Now, I was shocked that I received the email on Friday when I was sitting there at work and like scrolling through my emails and it's like, congratulations, Tori37 is now, uh, you know, streaming on our platform and it gave me the link and everything and I just looked at it and me, I take screenshots of everything because my thing is, (laughs) is this really reality right now? I wasn't really sure. I was just like, whoa you're really doing something big, something that you never believed that you could accomplish. I never would have thought me, Tori, who just had ideas in her head, who, you know, gave advice to people and, you know, would sit there and talk to them. And, you know, I never would have thought that this would be me. Now, I'm not rich. This hasn't made me rich. This hasn't made me, you know, tons of money. This is something that I'm going to use to build a higher platform for what I believe in. And what I do believe in is connection, connection with people and being self-made and creating that connection with people, which is organic and knowing that nothing's going to stop you from being who you truly are. There are people that I don't share things with on social media. And I don't share every aspect of how successful I've become because there are people who aren't always clapping for you. You may feel as though they are, but in reality, they really aren't. And that's okay with me because that just shows how, you know, the people who you think are in your corner aren't necessarily always there. And that's when you start to build other relationships with other people. You have to remember, when you start a business, Not everybody's going to be there to, you know, help support that. They're not going to be the ones that are handing out flyers or your business cards or, you know, sharing your statuses or sharing your post. I don't expect that from anybody. I have a business page and I have my personal page. And sometimes I share things on both, but I also have other social media that I can share on. But I'm careful of what I share these days because I feel like, the more success I have, I don't want to come across as somebody who brags. 
I'm just proud of the progress that I've made. That's why I share the things that I do on my pages. I would have never in a million years thought that something that I listen to, like Pandora or Spotify or, you know, Apple, would carry a product that had my name on it, was something that I created. That's something that you can just dream of as a little girl being a voice for other people. That's what I dream of as an adult, being that voice, changing the way that people look at things. I don't want people to go into life closed-minded, with eyes wide shut, eyes wide open. But think about that. There are two different ways of looking at that situation. Eyes wide shut is walking through life, acting like you don't know what's going on. Eyes wide open is being and feeling the clarity of your life. And I do feel the clarity every day with this horn. Seriously, no matter where I am. Um, <laughs> I do feel that clarity. And it took a lot for me to feel that. It took me breaking away from people who I thought had my best interests at heart. And that's not always necessarily true. You have to look for the people who are genuine in life, who, who want the best for you, who also take the time to learn what you do and learn your work, not just you knowing theirs. Everything in life is 50-50, including relationships. And the relationships you build with people, if you're not giving your 50% and that person's left holding the bag, I really don't feel that that's something that you should continue to you know, pursue. I feel that if you're not genuine to somebody and they finally begin to see it, I just don't feel like that's something that you can capitalize on on a continuous basis and i talk about that not just in business but i also talk about that in personal life if you have somebody in your life that is draining the life from you you need to you know cut that person off literally cut them off you don't have to you don't owe them any explanation you can still follow them on social media you can still be friends you can still be cordial when you meet when you see them in, per, in person but you don't have to you know, have that open dialogue anymore. You don't have to sit there and like their posts or, you know, it's just, it's a human nature to understand that when someone changes and not always for the better, you also make that change yourself. And if they don't see the changes that you're making in the meanwhile, transitioning through your own shit, then did they ever really know you? Most likely not. Most likely not. And to me, that means just basically going forward in your life and doing what you need to to survive. You know what you're capable of. Obviously, they never did. Sad, but it's true. It really is. Um, And that includes like your work life, too. I mean, when you see things changing, the dynamic isn't there anymore you you make steps to improve yourself improve your resume and you start picking up and you do something else and for me that's having a side hustle that's what covid taught me who said somebody said to me carrie said to me 2020 is the year of the hustle and i said yeah you're right it really is and when you have something else that you can contribute to the world and make it a better place and share something that you know other people don't really think about 
or don't speak about, then you clearly are still giving a message to somebody. And while people may not always agree with things that I say here or anywhere else or in life in general, they're still listening a little bit. They're taking something away from it. I'm always going to be, like I said, the genuine person that I am. I'm not going to change for anybody, anybody at all. I can, you know, transform myself through better habits. I can take care of myself, mind, body, and spirit. I can pour, you know, knowledge into this brain and distribute it to you. But you're not going to change the DNA inside me, the blood that's running through my veins. I'm always going to be Torian. And I have my own thoughts. And when my thoughts do come out, sometimes, sometimes I water them down. But I've learned that watering them down, it just, it doesn't bring me any kind of power. I need to use the power that I have to make myself a better person and to share with you and with a broader audience because, hey, I have people who listen in Ireland. Hey, that's somewhere I probably want to visit at some point when this COVID situation is over probably in the next couple of years. So that and Jamaica and Bali, those are my dream things. I mean, just to lay in the sun and feel good and not have a care in the world. That's what I'm doing all this for. So that I can afford to do this. So I can make the steps that I need to be, you know, better than that nine to five job that, you know, I've done for so long. And I'm not saying that nine to five jobs are a bad thing because yes, it's how most of us survive. It's how most of us support our business. Your business exists outside of what your real career is. And my real career obviously has always been involved in food of some sort. And as I've tried to turn the page on that aspect of my life, I realized that, you know, self-discovery, self-help, being that type of person is something that, you know, I always felt comfortable doing. Sure, I'm not your Delilah, but (laughs) I mean, she, even she started somewhere. She started somewhere. I mean, she's a known face now, but think about who she was a long time ago. She was just somebody before she was streaming on Pandora or Kiss FM or wherever it is that she is distributed. I know it's a whole bunch of places and that's something that's really cool. I decided to, you know, submit my podcast, both of them, to iHeartRadio and fingers crossed that they at least listen. And again, that's a process that you have to go through. And, you know, I don't try to block anything that is meant for me. But this is how you form success. You start at the bottom. I started at the bottom, obviously, self doing this self-promotion, self-distributing of everything that I've been doing. But at some point, you have to step outside of that and you have to realize that there is more to it than just that. You're basically limiting yourself and your audience to what you're capable of. Now, I've never taken like headshots or anything, so I'm not really sure of, well, I think I did once. Let me be honest, I did probably, but I was a kid. But as an adult, I've never taken headshots and that's something that I want to do. And thankfully, I know enough photographers out there. It's amazing what you do when you, you have 
people who come in as customers and leave as friends. And I will always promote the smaller businesses that I've come in contact with. My friend Megan, uh, Megan Rigo, she has a business with her her father um, and she also takes photos and restores them. And that's somebody who I want to do my headshots and, you know, a photo shoot for me because I know that I'm giving back into her like she did for me. It's always important to never burn the bridges that you have because you never know what you're truly capable of. Long term, those are going to be the people who support you the most. Those are going to be the people who help you. You have to remember this is how you make it. This is how you do things. You create a persona, but you don't stop being yourself. You Hold on, it's 11-11. Let me put my wish out into the universe. Okay, that moment has passed. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a big believer in 11-11. I'm always gonna be that person. It doesn't matter. I myself and like my best friend Lisa were both into 11-11 a lot so that's something that is a thing for me um you create the persona and you go forward with it and that doesn't mean taking anything away from yourself you're just gonna help yourself build up a character that people can identify with that you identify with because you're not going to take anything that you're lacking you're going to create a message that is important that you can continuously go back to to create so much of a bigger perspective on all of this the world we're created from what we came from what we were meant for i think a lot of people take that for granted and i'm not that type of person who's going to take any of these opportunities for granted you best believe that i'm a humble person but i don't stop grinding I sit on, like I said, I sit on the computer and I figure out what exactly I need to do to make myself a better person, a better person for myself, a better person for you, a better person for my family and friends. I don't take any of this as if it's an amusing joke. I want to be more. I don't want to just be the person who stands at work and takes money from people. I'm so much more than that. A lot of us are so much more than that. But does that help you get to where you need to get? Absolutely. That's going to get you where you need to get. You have to start somewhere. You have to be humble in your journey. Again, humble. I'm not bragging. I'm humble. Because if I don't share these things, months down the line when they've happened and people are just like, well, why didn't you share? Because if you're not happy for me, why bother? But at the same point, I share with my you know, my coworkers, they hear about this more than anybody else does. They believed in me when I couldn't believe in myself. They tell me to keep going. There are so many times where I've thought about, you know, does any of this make sense to people? And then people say to me, I listen to what you say. I hear that, that message that you give, that makes me feel so much better about myself. So that to me says, Yes, what you're doing is absolutely what you're meant to be doing. To be able to walk away from my job at some point and do this full time, that is my dream. 
that is my dream. I want to write. I want to teach yoga. And I want to do this. And I don't think anything's really stopping me. But I was stopping me. I didn't realize how much potential I had in myself until recently. I didn't know what I was doing. I was confused. I was stuck. And then the light bulb went off. And since then, I've been unstoppable. I won't stop until I get to the top of where I need to be. Does that mean that I have to sacrifice a lot? Absolutely. I mean, sacrificing a lot. I'm sitting in, you know, in a room right now when I could be outside in the sunlight, enjoying the sun. But at the same time, in the same token, for all the days that I do sacrifice for this, those would be the days that in the future I can sit outside and just enjoy everything and not have to worry about anything. Not have to worry about what I'm doing, where I'm going, because I know the direction that I'm going in. I'm not afraid of that. I'm happy for the person that I've become. I'm proud of that person. So when I do have the time to sit outside, I can exhale and I'll know that those are the breaths that I took when I was sitting here crying or sweating or on the computer looking for logistics or building content for my blog or coming up with ideas to, you know, put forth for my podcast or my newsletter and reviewing products and, you know, making sure that everybody that I've come in contact with is seeing their piece of the pie. While it may not be financial right now, word of mouth is much more powerful than you ever would expect. And I will continue to do that for every small business. I don't expect the same in return. And if they do, I am ever so grateful. Thank you very much. I appreciate every single bit of the support. I'm going to continue to do me, to hustle, to do what I need to do to be a powerful person. Um, I have goals. I have goals for the future. And to me... The next step would be, obviously, syndication for all of this. Now, I know that that is going to be very, very hard. I have to basically prove myself on a very consistent basis, which means not just, you know, having the general malaise of thinking, oh, you can put out one to two episodes a week. No, that means two episodes, probably for both of them, consistently, all the time because I have to have the content to back my message and I have to have the audience and I have to have the demographic and logistics behind what I'm doing. I can't just say, oh yeah, well, people listen to me. I can't say I have a large audience. I can't just show the streams that I have. I have over 400 here and I'm trying to get a little bit better about it. But again, like I said, when you stick in a a kind of small end budget, until you um, expand, it's very hard to basically get, you know, over a thousand plays. And if you are, you're very lucky. I know some people who have, but their topic is also different. I'm in a topic and genre of, you know, self-help and relationships where, you know, you're either looking at it this way or you're looking at it that way. My goal eventually is to obviously 
write professionally and I have a specific place in, in mind, a goal in mind. And for now, I'm going to keep that to myself because I feel like if I say too much, that it's not going to happen. Um, but there are people that I do want to write for, even if it's like a guest collabo. I just want to be able to see my name in print. And that's coming up in December. I, I, I'm, you know, fingers crossed, uh, you know, maybe it's a little bit earlier. And for you to hear me on the radio yourself when I'm interviewed for that other podcast. And she is very, very good at what she does. And that's somebody I would definitely feel very comfortable with um, going back and forth with and talking about general things, including my own journey. And that's a story that I don't want to stop sharing. I want to start, I want to share that with the public and as I've stated, right now, I don't feel comfortable speaking in person with people because, you know, if we have another uptick of COVID, we're going to go right back where we started. And flu season, sadly, is right on the horizon. So we really have to be prepared this time for what's coming. And since we don't have a general idea of what's coming, I kind of want to stay on the safe side and, you know, do it virtually. And I'm not afraid to talk. I've proven that. I'm, I'm doing a lot better about public speaking. And this is, you know, practice every day when I do, you know, go through this. It makes me stronger as a speaker, even when I stutter. And I still do. I'm still obviously going to be the same person that, you know, you get nervous, you, you stumble on your words. Sometimes I, I get like tongue twisted. But to me, I feel like that shows that I'm human. I'm not just a face in the crowd. I don't ever want to be perceived that way. I want to be perceived as somebody who has a message, who is going to bring you a message and truly believes that what she's doing is what she's put on this earth for. My mom always said to me, one day you're going to figure out what your mission is in life. And she would tell me that from the time I was like eight. And I'd be like, what is she talking about? She says, everybody's here, put here for a reason. It's a mission that we must obtain. There's something that you need to create and you have to share that with other people. And when you share that with other people, it helps them. When you figure that out, the rest will fall into place. It took me 38 years to figure that out. It was 37 and a half. 37 and a half years to figure that out, to figure out who I was that bubbly girl from long ago who used to giggle who still does with those chubby cheeks (sighs) that people still love to pinch is so much more than what she ever gave herself credit for she's not just meant to be a sandwich artist or a team lead or a cafeteria worker there's so much more to what is behind me there's so much more substance to me as a person and there's so much more substance to the people that i work with too each and every one of them at that hospital especially in my department is worth so much more than they give themselves credit for and for them to see the light that they shine i feel like that's so important and i try to remind people of those things when i get the chance i i want them to know that they're better 
than the circumstances that surround all of us. We're all meant for more in life. It's just a matter of, you know, figuring out what that is. And that's not easy. That's not easy at all. That's something that you have to, you know, really dig into into yourself deeply and soul search to figure out what exactly you're good at. And for some people, that doesn't always happen. And that's sad and kind of unfortunate. But for the people who do figure that out, they're able to do so much more in life because they use the gifts that they have to share with the world. The world loves shares. They do. They really do. They love shares. (laughs) The more you share, the better off you are. I truly believe that. Like I said, though, you also have to have a balance of sharing and privacy and always keep it, you know, 50-50. Keep it real, keep it on the real, real. Um, (laughs) You have to realize that we're not always meant to just work, 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 work for the rest of our lives. We're meant to enjoy life. We're meant to go on vacations, to take those pictures, to enjoy, you know, sitting back with your kids, watching them grow, to buy houses, condos, cars, to stack money in the bank, to buy, you know, the little things in life that make you happy, to send your parents on their 50th anniversary to some exotic location that they couldn't have afforded when you were a kid because they were working hard so you would become who you are. Those are are the things that are most important in life. Money can't buy memories. It can help create them, but the memories that you organically make yourself, your traditions, the ones that you and your family or your significant other, your husband, your wife, anybody, your children, those are things that you make, you keep going, year in and year out. And that's the ones that you want to keep going no matter what, doesn't matter how successful you become. I've watched people on Instagram, you know, become something bigger than what they would have ever expected. But you know what? They're still having those family dinners. They have the cookouts. They take their kids shopping, but not for glamorous things, for things that they used to do. The ice cream, s'mores, fireworks, which is obviously not the best, you know, example right now, considering how much, you know, fireworks continuously are going off still and July 4th is coming on. But these are things that you want to still enjoy. Like some of my favorite memories didn't cost a thing. Going to the beach, playing in the sand, digging up clams, cooking them. Getting squished in the face, squirted in the face with the water from those same clams that I ate. Cooking them in butter, the smells of the butter. Watching the clouds from the, from the ground. Looking up from the sky, in the, into the sky from the ground, the grass. And saying, oh, I see an animal. Oh, I see this, oh, I see that. Those are the memories that, you know, no one can ever take away from you. To me, that I, 
I've grown up to be that, that same dreamer that I once was. That girl with her head's in the clouds. Yeah, my head's were in the clouds then, but you know, I think there was a reason for it. The reason that my head was in the clouds is because I've always dreamed so big that sometimes I don't think I could contain it. I wanted to be more than what I, you know, set out to be. It was very, I don't know, it was very different to be the girl who sat at a desk and wrote things down and always was done with her workbook before most people. And would just stare outside because to me, the outside held so much more than that school or the imagination that I had could ever offer. And now I'm the adult who still dares to dream, who still dares to be a bigger and better version of herself, who's going to put her plans into action to do so much more, to be so much more. I'm so thankful for everything that I've been given opportunity-wise. And I truly don't forget where I came from, my humble beginnings, my humble life now, and even in the future, whatever it holds. I'm gonna stay Tori. I'm gonna be that person. Take care.